Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's good, y'all? Welcome back to Believe in the Miami Heat, brought to you by the Believe Network. As always, I'm your host, Anthony DiNardo. Been a good couple days, man. Uh, this is probably like the third episode that we're doing, what, in like three days? A lot of stuff, a lot of news going on. For that reason, I really think I like these shorter episodes uh, because I can put them out more often and keep you guys updated as things go on. Because if I waited to do one longer episode a week, it would just be too much to talk about. So I'm coming to you right after the Summer League game. My boy Jovic, my boy Jaime, balled out. You love to see it. And of course, uh, there is a video version of this up on my YouTube. Just search Anthony DiNardo, subscribe and like, please, if you're not already. Uh, a lot of the stuff does play better on video, but I know I have some audio-only listeners too. So everything that I was saying, I want to go ahead and upload here for y'all also. So enjoy the episode, and I'll see y'all with another episode uh, when Dame gets traded here tomorrow, hopefully. <laughs> um, Excuse me, Portland Trailblazers GM, Mr. Joe Cronin, I believe. Um, Are you up? Because I know you see what my boys were doing today in the Summer League. Listen, man, I have a lot of stuff that I need to say to the Portland Trailblazers fans. A lot of y'all was in my comments on the last video and, quite frankly, have no idea how the NBA trade market works. I got something for y'all. I, I got to teach you a lesson, apparently, I guess. But I'm going to get to y'all at the end of the video, along with some other Damian Lillard news and updates and uh, how I think he's coming to Miami. We're going to get to that at the end of the video. But starting off, I actually have to address the Miami Heat fans that were in my comments on the last video because I thought a lot of y'all were stupid too, uh, saying that you wouldn't trade Nikola Jovic and Jaime Hawkins Jr. for Damian Lillard. And I said you were crazy. But as of right now, I'm not trading those boys for Damian Lillard. I'm not trading those boys for prime Michael Jordan. Oh, oh man, we hear you say something that's stupid again. Crazy talk. Hey, listen, man, relax. Listen, I'm just joking, dog. Relax, listen, man. Uh, wow. Of course I would trade those guys. That guy needs to relax. Uh, but if y'all did enjoy that, make sure to leave a like on the video, man. Leave a like for this abuse that I'm taking this video. Uh, and make sure to subscribe, too. I really do got to thank y'all because the last video I uploaded on this channel was a 14 trade hypothetical scenario to get Dame to Miami. And it's actually my most viewed video ever on this channel. And I got a ton of subscribers, so I want to thank y'all for that. Uh, and I want to remind y'all to do it again. Usually, I don't like doing this type of thing at the beginning of the video, because if this is your first time watching me, you got no idea if you're going to like my content, right? But if you at least liked me getting slapped by myself, I at least think that's worth, <laughs> that's worth the light. So I appreciate all the support. Let's keep it going. Going into this Summer League game, I was pretty excited. I think it was honestly probably like the most important Summer League game of all time, which doesn't mean nothing because these games are kind of irrelevant for the most part. But of course, the reason I thought it was a big deal is because we did know that Nikola Jovic and Jaime Hakez Jr. were playing two guys that most certainly are in the talks for Damian Lillard right now at this point. I was actually wondering how much they were even going to play, if at all, I guess. Uh, you didn't know if maybe the Miami Heat and Karan Butler, head coach of the Summer League team, by the way. Shout out to Karan Butler. I feel like he did a fantastic job in his first game as head coach. But you didn't know if those two guys would get a lot of run. You figure maybe they, the Heat want to sit them so they don't get injury and, you know, kind of eliminate all those risks. Or you figure that maybe Miami plays them a ton of minutes to kind of showcase them to Portland. Say, hey, we know y'all wanted Caleb Martin, but hey, look what we got over here. And sure enough, both of those guys pretty much played a substantial amount of minutes, and they were awesome. I was very excited to see Nikola Jovic. We heard that he put on a ton of muscle, and instantly I feel like I could see it, and he was great, man. He was aggressive from the jump and using his body to get into people. Who would have thought a year ago 
that I would have said Nikola Jovic will be bodying people because he came to the league very skinny. Nothing against him. He was a 19-year-old kid, but he they I think they said he put on like 13 to 15 pounds of muscle and you could definitely see it and I like that he was using his body too and of course he had a great game finished with 21 points 58% shooting 2 of 4 from 3 he was awesome and then you had Hame Hakez Jr who I was personally very excited to see uh before today if the Heat had to trade one of those two guys to get Dame I probably was more likely to say that I'd like Jovic to be traded just because I thought at the age of 22 Hame Hakez could be more ready to contribute uh, but he started off this game not looking so good. <laughs> he looked nervous, which I didn't like to see because he was kind of like one of the oldest players out there. But man, did he get things turned up. Now, he started with an air ball, right? Let's get that out the way. He had three, three, or he had three fouls in like 59 seconds, some, something crazy like that. And then he had this monster dunk that y'all seeing right now. He had several monster dunk this game. That boy got ups. If you didn't know, now you know. And of course, from that point on, he was hooping the rest of the game, finished with 22 points on 53% shooting and hit three triples. So, you know, he could stretch the floor. Some of the other guys you wanted to see this game was Orlando Robinson because they did convert him to a standard deal after he was a two-way player last year. He was decent, 13 points, eight rebounds, I believe, but the boy hit two triples. I actually had a tweet that I sent out very early in the game where I said, uh, Orlando Robinson looks like the kid who watched Hakeem Olajuwon highlights for like two minutes and then thought that he could do what he does without any practice because his footwork is ugly. I'm not going to lie to you. But then the boy hit two threes and I sent another tweet out saying that he's better than Bam Adebayo because that boy is a shooter. You love to see it. And if he is going to get some minutes on this Heat roster next year, the three-point touch is nice. Obviously, the Heat signed Thomas Bryant to be a backup center also and he could take one to two threes a game. So it is nice to see that they're finally getting some bigs that are actually big, but could stretch the floor a little bit too. I like what I saw from Jamari Bouye, one of their two-way guys, had nine assists and a monster dunk at the end of the game. The other two-way player, Drew Smith, uh, probably the last time I'll ever say his name on this channel. Uh, we've been here, done that. We lost him to Brooklyn last year. Thought that was the end of him. They brought him back, and they about to lose him again for this kid, Chase Audige. I looked up how to pronounce his name, but now I forgot. But it's Chase Chase Audige, I think. The boy from Northwestern, 6'4", shooting guard. That boy was hooping, 18 points, spitting heat culture all over the place. I look for Chase Audits to get uh, Drew Smith's two-way spot in relatively soon. So now on to the Heat fans that were in the comments on my last video saying you wouldn't trade Jovic and Hame and you wouldn't even trade Highsmith, some of y'all was saying. Listen, as good as all of these guys play today from Miami, would I trade all of them in a heartbeat for Damian Lillard? The answer is yes. I mean, Jovic barely played last season. Hame Hawkins is a rookie. Hayward Highsmith, he's another guy who barely played. Yes, I think those guys have potential, but Jimmy Butler's window is only so big. And if you have a chance to acquire a guy, the, the status of Damian Lillard, you're talking one of the greatest shooters ever. You're talking one of the greatest players ever. You're talking a guy who probably just had his best season, even as recent as last year. So he's still in his prime. I think his prime is going to extend at least for a few more years, considering his play style. You got to get that guy and you got to get him at all costs. Now, a lot of Heat fans don't want to trade Caleb for him. I'm hesitant against that also because if you do get Dame, you'll need some depth. Caleb is a guy who is on an incredible contract, only getting paid like $7 million next year. Those are the kind of value contracts you have to get when you have a big three if you want to contend. So I really don't want to lose Caleb Martin, but if you're about to lose Dame to another team, 
Don't get me wrong, I'm trading Caleb Martin. And now on to the Portland fans that were in my comments last video. They saw the trade that I put out and they saw that the, the, the Trailblazers get a couple expirings, three first round picks, right? And they look at that and say, that, that's what our team is trading? For our greatest player in franchise history? Portland would never take that. Let me explain something to y'all. You know what? I'll do it nicely. There's, there's no, maybe, maybe y'all are legitimately ignorant. Maybe you just started watching basketball, which is fine. I don't gotta be rude about it. I could be nice about it. Let me explain something to y'all. When a star player, right, requests a trade, they now have the leverage. It does not matter if Damian Lillard is under contract for four years. Portland cannot trade him wherever they want because 90% of the other teams in the league are not going to want to trade for a guy who doesn't be there. Damian Lillard gets paid too much money for him to for, for a team to give up all of their assets to get Damian Lillard. What happens if Joe Cronin doesn't like the way Dame is acting and says, you know what, Dame? Detroit's giving me an offer for six first round picks. I'm gonna go ahead and send you to Detroit. So what happens if Dame gets to Detroit and then demands another trade? What happens if he says, I'm going to sit out games until Detroit trades me? Now, Detroit is now forced to trade Damian Lillard. And of course, they screw up their entire franchise by even getting him in the first place and losing all those assets, okay? It doesn't really work like that. Now, people will point to the Kawhi Leonard situation where the Toronto Raptors traded for him. He had one year left on his deal, which you could argue is even a bigger risk, but that's also a different case scenario. You had Greg Popovich who refused to trade into the Lakers. You have Masai Ujiri who's not, who is willing to take risks. There's a lot of different circumstances there, right? Every other time a star player requests a trade, they go where they want to go. We saw James Harden go to Brooklyn. Then we saw him go to Philly. We saw KD go to the Phoenix Suns. We saw Bradley Beal go to the Phoenix Suns. We saw Anthony Davis go to Lakers. These are all superstar trades where they went exactly where they want to go. And let me ask y'all this. Why is the media okay with all of those guys doing that? It's player empowerment. Good for the players. They taking back power from the millionaire owners, right? Why are they allowed to do it? But now Dan wants to come to Miami and it's not okay all of a sudden? That's the type of just hate that Miami has always gotten as long as I've been watching sports over 20 years now. I don't know why they get it, but it's obvious and it's not fair. But at the end of the day, I don't care. It might sound like I care, but I really don't care. Uh, because at the end of the day, we're going to get Damian Lillard. We're going to be championship contenders. And that's really all I need to, to have at the end of the day to be happy. Now, as far as any Damian Lillard updates, not too much new today. But from a Heat fan perspective, I think it's been good because it seems like Damian Lillard is willing to actually sit out games. It seems like he, he's trying to force his way to Miami and only to Miami, which is crazy because a couple years ago or not even I probably started a couple years ago, actually. I said the only way that he could ever get Damian Lillard is if he says he wants to come here. But not only wants to come here, he has to demand to come here. Not only demand to come here, he has to say, if you don't trade me to Miami, I am going to sit out every single game until you trade me to Miami. And the reason he had to be that direct is because Miami's got no assets. Yeah, they got a few first round picks, but then they got a bunch of other negative contracts like Kyle Lowry and Duncan Robinson. Well, sure enough, here we are. The date is July 3rd, recording this at 8 p.m. Damian Lillard is demanding a trade to the Miami Heat, and it sounds like he's willing to make it ugly if they do not accommodate his request. So that's kind of the news and update we got here today. Hopefully this trade happens sooner than later because I do think the longer it drags out, the chances are not as good for Miami, but it's still relatively early in the whole process. Sometimes these star trades can take up to a week. 
So I'll give him a few more days before I start really getting worried. But, but that's all I got to say for this video, man. Super hype after watching this Summer League game. Super hype after watching the love y'all gave me on the last video. So once again, if you enjoy, feel free to leave a like. Uh, and if you didn't like the video, leave this like. Comment down below why you hated this video. Because uh, I take the constructive criticism over here. I like to hear all thoughts and opinions. I don't want to just be in some echo chamber where everyone shouts and prays. If you think there's something I could do better, let me know and I'll try to get to the next video. Uh, and I'll probably pick my favorite comment and shout it out next video too. I got to start doing that again because I love interacting with y'all. Uh, follow me on Twitter at AnthonyD underscore Heat for more. Other than that, I'll see y'all next time. Peace out. Look, pull up, look, look. Look in the city trying to get that dead fast. Do it on my own, I don't need no dead weight. Had to kill him off, yeah, I need a head space. You know this homegrown bitch don't offend me. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.